Hello everyone, welcome to another podcast series brought to you by Duke Avenue Foundation with support from Aspire Coronation Trust Foundation. I am Dorcas Famuyegun and with me here today is um, a wonderful guest, Dr. Foluke Sarimiye. She is the consultant, clinical and radiation oncologist, University College Hospital Ibadan. You're welcome, ma. Thank you for having me. Please be here. Alright, so today we'll be talking about breast cancer. So if you've not watched the first episode or you're not listening to the first episode, please you can check Cancer Care in Nigeria. Um today we want to focus on breast cancer and we have the expert here. So she's going to be telling us um what breast cancer is all about, the risk factors, how can we prevent it, um, the screening. And also, she's going to talk about self-breast ex- examination, signs that women should know. It's like, oh, if you're saying this and that, then you, you, knew, you know something is up, you need to go and check yourself. So, um, she's going to be talking about the myths and misconceptions about breast cancer, and also the treatment options, especially here in Nigeria. So, you are really in for a good deal. It's going to be valuable for your time, and I want you to stay with us till the end. So, over to you, man. So, can you just give us like um, a brief about what breast cancer is all about? Okay, um, breast cancer is cancer occurring in the breast, which is a, a tissue that both male and female don't have. It's just that it's more, um, more grown of, I can use that word, in females as compared to a male. So, um, ca- um, breast cancer. As I've said, it's cancer occurring in the breast, and um, it's actually the most studied um, cancer compared to other types of cancer. It's a prototype for uh, other t- um, types of um, cancers because it's the most studied, and um, researches and um, studies and um, results have been used from breast cancer to even um, evaluate and get more knowledge about other types of cancers. Um, out of all the, uh, we have over 120 types of cancers worldwide and over 30 cases have been reported in Nigeria. And of all these 30 cases, breast cancer represents 22.7% of breast um, cancer. In, um, I think, 2020, approximately 125 new cases, 125,000 new cases of um, cancer was reported. And breast cancer was um, was estimated to make up about 22.7% of um, these new cases in Nigeria. It is the most solid tumor um, occurring in, in females. So that's basically um, what um, breast cancer is um, globally and also in Nigeria today. Wow, that's a lot. So yeah, it's like a lot. It's the most common cancer. Um, good uh, when you put both sex together, male and female, followed by prostate cancer and cervical cancer. So it is really it's prevalent here in Nigeria. Oh, thank you, man. So knowing the fact that it's um, very prevalent and like, what are the risk factors associated with breast cancer? What are the things actually responsible for us to have so many cases, like in, especially in developing countries like Nigeria? Okay. Um, you know, um, before we used to think that um, cancer was like the disease of the um, Western high-income countries, but we're beginning to see 
you know, more and new cases here in the country. For cancer generally, we have um, modifiable and non-modifiable risk factors, which also falls, uh, which also affects breast cancer. For breast cancer, we have um, unmodifiable risk factors, like the things that you can't change. So, like your age, increasing age, your female um, breast cancer cause more in female as compared um, to male. And then you have um, the, your age at menopause, that is when the lady starts her menstruation, and then you have your age at menopause. Those are physiological things that you can control as a, as a female. So when you start menarche very early, maybe at the age of eight, nine and all that, your exposure to estrogen, which is a beautiful hormone, is what makes us female, is what makes us attractive and all that. But when you're exposed to estrogen for a very long time, it's a boost or it kind of drives you know, development of a breast cancer. And then when you don't um, your menopause is also delayed. Your your menopause is your, your attaining menopause maybe above um, 55 and all that. So that long exposure also um, is one of the risk factors. So those are unmodifiable risk factors, things that you can but um, you can't control. Then also, um, breast cancer is has been um, known to be a bit more aggressive. We have different types of breast cancers, which are um, we have molecular um, types of breast cancers, and then the aggressive ones are found more among their black descent. So that you can't change your race. So being a black, um, being um, a lady of black descent could also increase the risk of um, developing um, breast cancer. Then we go to um, also um, exposure to unopposed um, estrogen contraceptives can also be a uh, risk factor for breast cancer, um, attaining, um, you know, you know, the parents still at the age of 30, and also, because pregnancy will definitely help the production of um, estrogen, when you start having progesterone, but not um, getting pregnant before the age, I and mean, after the age of 30, also could increase the risk factors. So we now have modifiable risk factors, which is what is in our hands, something that we can control, we can do. Um, and that has to do with them. Um, basically, it's, it's, it's just a risk factors for not just breast cancer, but for any non-communicable disease. We're talking about uh, tobacco use, we're talking about alcohol um, consumption, we're talking about incidentary um, lifestyle, physical inactivity, we're talking about diet, where, um, consumption of red protein, um, red protein, fatty food and all that. So we we can control our diet by you know taking more fruits and vegetables and white protein, which has less um, um, oil and um, fats that could um, drive generally this non-communicable diseases such as also um, breast cancer. Um, having a um, sedentary um, lifestyle, we should include exercise um, in our um, daily activities. Just three minutes, fifteen minutes of walk in a week. It's okay to um, be in a proper um, shape. So, thank you, man. That was so elaborate. So, you know, we have a modifiable factor and a non-modifiable factor. Um, now, because we have a non-modifiable factor, we are still in Nigeria. We are black, and some things cannot just be changed. So, um, which way is there a way we can prevent? Like, okay. Or let like, say for any diagnosis, for things that we can't just adjust to, um, what should we do to um, for 
screening, what are the screening options available for persons? And you took the word out of my mouth. I was going to say that for the helium detection is key. I want to talk about helium detection is key, and when we talk about helium detection, it's that's what screening is one of the methods for helium detection. So it's important because we've had we've had cases where um, people are diagnosed with breast cancer and, and they don't have all this. They're not. I mean, they don't have all this um, modifiable factors. They don't smoke. They don't um, consume alcohol. They eat well, but because of um, genetic mutations, still they come down with breast cancer. But one of the things that um, we should encourage you know, uh, Nigerians and uh, our loved ones is that helen detection says life screening. Why is screening so important? We advocate for um, monthly breast exams, we advocate for clinical breast exams, and then we advocate for screening. Now let's talk about that and how we should do that. We do that because mammogram, which is um, the screening for breast cancer will detect the lump that lady can detect two years before. So when you're doing your clinical breast examination or you're having your breast exams every month, you might feel the lump. But what mammogram will do is let that from the age of 40 is that even before you feel it, it will detect it two years before it becomes palpable. Um, so it's important that um, our conception, our mindset Changes, you know. Um, I, I think we have a challenge with Africa taking care of our health, going for regular medical screening, especially when we get to the age of 40. We, we need to imbibe another culture sort of um, having regular medical screening. That as I age, it should be part of my plans, it should be part of my goals to be in good health. So, encouraging and having a podcast like what you're doing right now, uh, but like what the Ever Foundation is doing is so important. You are educating people about the importance of screening, early detection, early diagnosis, which is so much better. The emotional, financial, and even the intellectual um, and things that come into taking care of breast cancer at a, at a stage one, it's so much better than when uh, someone comes in at a stage four. So it's Screening is um, very important, cannot be overestimated. I mean, Alright, thank you so much, Mark, for that. Um, talking about um, monthly um, examination, I want to assume that is a self first examination. Yes, yes. Okay, so like, how often should mammogram be done? So, um, breast um, screening is basically divided into monthly breast examinations clinical examination and then we have mammogram. So from the age of 20 to 39, if there is no family history of um, breast cancer, we um, ladies are advised to have a monthly breast examination, that is you examine your breast um, um, three to five days, preferably after the menstrual cycle, because during the menstrual cycle around that time, you wouldn't feel the, 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 the texture of the breast differs. But after three to five days after menstruation, your the natural state of the breast um, um, comes comes on. So we advise for monthly breast examination during that day. Um, clinical breast examination by a health professional every two years. Then when you get to 40, 40 to 55 years old, you still continue with the monthly breast examination and the yearly um, um, clinical examination by a health professional and then you introduce mammogram. Now 40 to 45 years you have the choice of doing um, mammogram every two years 
or we can do yearly. But for when you're 45 to 50 to 54 years old, it's important that you start a yearly mammogram. Like I said earlier, mammogram is just a screening test which will detect um, a lesion in the breast earlier, up like about two years earlier before um, a lady even palpates or feels a lump in her breast during um, a monthly breast examination. And then 54 um, years and above, and 55 years and above now, you have the choice to have um, your mammogram every two years or to continue yearly. Um, so that's that is going to So um, breast examination is just you, you, I don't know if I describe it or something. Yeah. yeah so you're, you're supposed to stand in um, front of a mirror and then um, observe and see how both breasts look. Because one of the things why it's important that if you don't know how your breast feels or looks normally, if there's a change, you wouldn't really know. So you're supposed to examine and check for any, you know, changes in that skin color or something. Something just different. If it's okay, usually don't get worried. One of the breasts sometimes is maybe bigger than the left, maybe than the right, or maybe bigger than the left. So it's fine. So it's kind of important that you observe just to see something okay. Like my, the skin, the nipple. And that is fine, but then you raise your, if you want to examine the left breast, you raise your right hand. And so if you want to examine the right breast, you raise your right hand up and then you put your left hand on the breast. So what we do, you have a post-partition palpation and then deep palpation. Superficial palpation, you, you, you divide your breast imaginary lines into four quadrants with A, B, C, D. So you want to feel A, you want to feel B, you want to feel C, and then you want to feel D to C. And then okay, life feel anything. Now don't get worried. Under the, uh, the breast tissue, there are different things that we have: the veins, the um, <laughs> vessels, and all that. So there are definitely things that the way you're feeling for that is there something nodular, something a bit hard, like a small, um, like a peanut or granite on side that could be there. That's what you're feeling for. So when you do that, then you go downwards to now to feel. For anything, and then you also do that to your axilla. Why I said your axilla is because um, sometimes breast lumps just shows up at the tail of the breast here towards the axilla. So it's important that you also examine the armpit or for the armpit and also the breast tissue. So that's how we do monthly breast examination. And then, like I said, yearly breast um, clinical breast exams, you go to the hospital, any primary health center, any health professional training that area can just help you examine the breast so before you continue with the mammogram. Okay, thank you for the detailed description. So I'm um, really glad that people can easily walk into the primary center and get um, that because that is the closest to people in the rural community. Yes. So um, can you just mention some signs of breast cancer, like warning signs that when you see, you know, okay, you need to go to the clinic. The, the most common um, warning sign is a small lump in the breast. And this lump, if it's the hair stage, is still um, the mobile lump in the breast. So there are, now as the breast cancer progresses, there could be other uh, signs that would come up. But the most common is a small lump, a small lump in the breast. It could be if it's prolonged, it's be fixed, but if it's very early, it'll still be more balanced. You can feel it when you put your hands on your finger on it, you can feel it in between those and it leaves your skin moving. So, but as the cancer progresses, you begin to see um, 
mean, sometimes when your nipple discharge, you can see the nipple change. Your nipple is supposed to be slightly protruded, but it can become inverted. You can see some, some people have bloody discharge from the nipple. Then skin changes. So sometimes you can have pain. But really the most common thing that people see at early stages is a lump. And as it progresses, there'll be massive skin changes on the breast where it begins to look funny and look like an orange peeled um, skin. Okay, thank you for giving us a sign. So anyone who notices any of this sign, you know you need to get to see the doctor. So um, lastly, I would like you to mention the treatment options for people that are diagnosed for um, breast cancer. Like, is there a particular treatment for all types or are there options, especially in Nigeria? Okay, so um, for breast cancer, breast cancer is a very broad type of disease because within breast cancer, we have several types of breast cancers. We have molecular subtypes of breast cancers and research keeps going on and keeps seeing different types of breast cancers. So a um, lady here may have breast cancer, but the treatment option might be far different from lady C. So that is why it's important when people are diagnosed, we ask what we call an IHC to let us know the kind of you know, breast cancer it is. But generally speaking, the um, treatment options are surgery, it could be complete, mastectomy or partial, depending on what area of the breast is affected and depending on the stage and the clinical status of that patient. You would have um, radiotherapy afterwards, then there could be chemotherapy, maybe before the surgery or after the surgery, probably is a new adjuvant or adjuvant um, treatment for chemotherapy. We also have targeted therapy because we have some molecular subtypes that do better with some targeted therapy. So we have immunotherapy, and those are basically the broad treatment options that are available. And it's, 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 the, the treatment is not um, for cancers generally, it's not for having Nigeria, it's not so available. But at, at what the first step, that even having the facilities or the equipment that is available now in Nigeria, you know, we don't have to I have a patient where we have to. Um, came all the way from Cameroon for radiotherapy Nigeria and then like you don't have radiotherapy machine in Cameroon and they're like no we don't so the fact that this Nigeria you don't have to go out of the country to have your treatment it's a step in the right direction so I so, no, what we're doing now is about financial body how to go the access to radiotherapy treatments and other things that are available in the country that's a relief that we have access so care right here in the country. Uh, thank you so much, Ma, for your time. Um, it's a pleasure to have you here, Doctor Foluke Sarmi. And um, this session is brought to you by Dove Avenue Foundation with support from Aspire Coronation Trust Foundation. So for more inquiries, you can call our line 0808-777-9043. And you can also reach us via mail info at do-avenfoundation.com so you can reach, us to, reach out to us on social media and I remain your host, Dorcas Fabio. Thank you. Thank you.